Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. Mark chapter number four this morning. You'll take God's Word with me and go there. A wonderful story that God gives us in His Word, I hope will be a help and blessing to you this morning. Mark chapter number four, and we'll begin our reading in verse number 35. Context of the Scriptures is this. Jesus has been out on a little boat teaching a whole multitude of people different parables. And now he has said it's time to go. And the Bible says in verse number 35, he leaves the crowd and uh, makes his journey. The Scripture says in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey? I love the conclusion of this passage of Scripture, because I have in my mind uh, an image of these disciples in complete awe of the glory and the power, the love and the ability of the Lord Jesus Christ. They've been scared, they've been concerned, and now at the conclusion of this passage of Scripture, it's like, wow, I mean, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. And quite frankly, I believe that that should be the demeanor of all of God's children. And if you've walked long with Christ, and you've paid attention to his faithfulness, you can't help but be this kind of Christian. Wow. Oh, what a Savior. Hallelujah. But it wasn't always like this for this group of disciples. As a matter of fact, the events of this day that we're talking about had been quite tedious. All day long, Jesus had been teaching and preaching, and they'd been dealing, the disciples had been dealing with the multitudes, and Jesus says, hey, look guys, we need to go. We need to go across uh, the other side. They were going to make a six-mile journey across the sea. And when they'd set out... To see, Jesus was tired. We see a glimpse of Christ's humanity, the God-man. He was tired, and he goes to an 
portion of this boat where they are, and he goes to sleep. While Christ is sleeping, a great storm arises. The Bible says that the winds and the waves, they uh, they come up and they grow. And this ship that Jesus is in is surrounded by another group of little ships, and they've made their way and in this storm. I don't know about you, but I don't want to drown. And I don't like rough waters. We went fishing last spring, and the Tennessee River was way up. And I'll just be honest with you, there are a few times I thought, my lands, this is rough. This is rough, and I definitely don't want to swim in that. And uh, it was a bit fearful at times. But they're fearful. And then they look, and they're like, Where's Jesus? I mean, they're they're getting scared. The winds have come in so much into that little boat that the the Bible says that the winds had, uh, and the waves had hit the boat so much that the the boat was now full of water. <laughs> I don't know if Jesus was laying up on something high enough where the water wasn't on him, but everybody else was wading around in the boat. And boats full of water don't float very long. You know what I mean? Everybody's afraid. Where's Jesus? He's asleep. Somebody goes to Jesus, and I don't know at with what amount of expression he used, but I can imagine what kind I would use. Do you not care we're even that we're going to die? Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! Jesus gets up, and he does something amazing. He speaks to the wind and the waves. He rebukes the wind, and he says to the waves, Peace. Be still. Guess what happens? Everything settles down. Everything settles down. The storm was tedious and scary. But Jesus speaks, and it all just fades away. Everything's okay. Jesus rebukes, in a way, the disciples that are with him. He says, What? Do you not have any faith? Where's your faith? Why are you so fearful? And then the Bible gives us that picture of the disciples standing around like this. Wow. Oh, what a Savior. Today I want to bring you a message as we look at this portion of Scripture just titled this, You Don't Have to Fear the Storms. You don't have to fear the storms. When? And there's seven things I want to tell you. I hope you'll take some notes. There's seven of them. I normally don't give you that many, uh, many points, but seven things that we see in this portion of scripture. You don't have to fear the storms when. You see, the demeanor of these disciples goes from, oh my word, this is terrible, to, wow, what a savior. And I'm confident that every storm in the life of the child of God can have the exact same response. You begin to get torn up and upset and concerned. But when you think about the faithfulness and the power of your Savior and your God, you can go, wow, what a Savior. You don't have to fear the storms of life when, number one, when you believe the promises of God. You don't have to fear the storms of life when you believe the promises of God. Look what the Bible says in verse number 35. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. 
Now, what did Jesus told these disciples they were going to do? Jesus had said, let's pass over to the other side. Do you believe that when Jesus says something, he means it? Do you believe that the words of Christ are right and true? Do you believe the word of God is accurate and inspired and right? I say, amen. Hallelujah, it is. Now, you don't have to fear the storms of life when you believe the word of God. You see, no matter what storm or what fear you may face in life, God has given us promises that will help us and will give us victory through the deepest and darkest of trials. You see, God's promise to meet our needs, God's promise to take care of us, God's promise to be with us. The greatest promise that I can find in the Bible is that simple truth that Jesus says and God says to us, He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with us. God has promised that He'll give us grace. The amount of grace we need to face the storm that we're in. God does not promise that we'll not have storms. As a matter of fact, storms are a part of the Christian life. Something interesting in this portion of Scripture, Jesus had just been teaching His disciples. He talked about the condition of the heart and the soil. And He talked about so many wonderful truths. He'd been teaching the Word of God, and I'm not so sure that this wasn't an opportunity for their faith to be tested and for them to learn that they can trust in the Lord. I'll just tell you something. If you're on a boat with Jesus and the storm is raging and he stands up and says, peace be still, and everything ceases and and is still, that'll change your life and you'll learn that you can trust in Jesus. That reminds me. If you're in a storm, look for Christ in it. And when you see him, be reassured that he is working all things together for good for you. You see, the storm was going, their faith put to the test. They'd been taught the Word. Now, let's see it in action. The Lord used this moment to teach them something. By the way, you don't have to fear the storms of life when you believe the promises of God. Was there any chance that those ships, or that ship specifically, would sink in that sea? None. Why? Because Jesus said, we're going to the other side. We're going to the other side. And I'll just tell you this, there is no possible way that a circumstance in your life will be faced without the blessing and power of God when we are His children. It won't always be easy. As a matter of fact, you can guarantee there's going to be times that are very difficult and hard. But as you go and you weather the storm of life, you'll find out that God is faithful. And you don't have to fear the storms. If you sit around and think all the time, oh, what might happen? What might happen? You go crazy. Because just about anything can happen. Some of the craziest things happen. I've been trying to help my pastor and some young people that I know and love that's been dealing with a young man at Crown College that just disappeared and then was found dead. I don't know how you how you deal with that, but I'll just tell you something. The parents of that boy, God's grace has helped them through it. It's been amazing. And it's continuing to help them through it. And God's working in the hearts of the young people. And I know for a fact that that young boy who was a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and had a testimony that he loved the Lord, no matter what he faced, no matter what he saw, God was with him and God gave him the grace that he needed. And God's going to use this. 
You see, I don't have to fear the storm when I believe the Word of God. Those disciples, they didn't have to worry. Jesus had already said, hey, look, we're going to go to the other side. Folks, I want you to know something. God has promised to be with us through every storm of life, and you don't have to fear it when you believe His Word and you believe His promises. Number two, you don't have to fear the storms of life when you have taken Him as He is. Now, this is a fascinating little phrase that God gives us in His Word. Verse number 36, the Bible says, And when they had sent away the multitude, they took Him, even as He was, in the ship, and there were also with Him other little ships. Now, I've underlined this phrase in my Bible, they took Him even as He was. They took Jesus with them. If you're on the sea of life, and you have Jesus with you, oh my, that makes everything better. That makes everything right. The Bible says they took him even as he was. Now, I don't want to take too much liberty with the Scripture, and I understand the context, that they took Jesus how he was, when he was, and how he'd asked them to, and they brought him into their ship. But I know for a fact that I can, on the authority of the Word of God, tell you tonight, today, that if you'll take Jesus into your heart the way He is, there is nothing in life that you'll have to face alone, and there's nothing in life that is too big and too powerful for God. They took Jesus as He was into their ship. Oh, I'm so thankful that when I was a child, someone explained to me the gospel, that I was a sinner. That the penalty of my sin was death and hell. But that Jesus Christ had paid the price for my sins on the cross of Calvary. And He'd made it possible that I could receive Him as my Savior. And receive as a gift from Jesus the forgiveness of sin. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at ChillHowieBaptistChurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.